I'm just saying I'm <gasps> here for this. Her power, Libby's power just went out. Oh my God. Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the PR students in Kent State University's School of Journalism and Mass Communication. Hi guys, this is Jade. Hi, this is Caroline. Hey, this is Libby. And welcome to the Kent Digital PR Podcast. Um, so next week, as we all know, is Earth Day. And what a better way to celebrate than talk about PR campaigns and companies that, you know, utilize sustainability and have overall good environmental practices. So, um, Caroline and Libby, I was just wondering, what uh, do you think are some good companies that have, um, you know, good environmental campaigns? So, I mean, our whole class knows this, but for everyone else who may be listening, um, I'm obsessed with the Patagonia brand. Um, I love this company. It is one of my favorite because they're a company where like their morals um, and their goals of their company like align and like how they're an outdoor company um, and their goal is to be a sustainable apparel company. Um, Back in like 2012, they created the Sustainable Apparel Coalition. And the goal is, and from the Patagonia website, an apparel industry that produces no unnecessary environmental harm and has a positive impact on the people and communities associated with its activities. Um, Through that goal, everything they do to the clothes they make and how they make them is all environmentally friendly. They reuse and reduce all the fabrics and materials they have until it's no longer usable. They donate clothes that don't get sold. And then they have a lot of different digital campaigns right now where they're focusing on um, giving money and creating campaigns for donations for some of the public lands and public parks. So I think they're a great industry leader with showing exactly what it's like to say that you're like environmentally friendly and you care about the environment and then actually implementing some of these campaigns and ideas to take care of the environment. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think they're such a good example. A company that like just came to my mind when we discussed like this being, you know, a topic of interest and just like knowing from all the research and fun stuff I got to do in PR campaigns last fall semester, I worked really closely with researching the JM Smucker Company, and believe it or not, they actually are um, extremely sustainable. It's like one of their like main cores in their company, and they only use organic products from farms, and they work really closely with local farms in Ohio, actually, um, and making these products come to life. And everything they have, every facility they have, um, they collect a lot of recycling. They have like literally like their goal is like zero waste. Um, I do know in the last, their last fiscal year, they actually made um, playgrounds locally, like all over Northeast Ohio, um, out of recycle used goods that they've gotten in the company in their warehouses. So it, when I think of like a sustainable company, the Jam Smoker Company's done a really good job, especially digital, um, because the, one of their only social media platforms is LinkedIn. And if you go on their LinkedIn, like almost every video is all about how organic and sustainable they are and, and good they are. Um, and another big thing that they've done digitally is if you go to the JM Smucker company, um, they literally have like their own section tab, everything. And it says our impact. And it's all about like the environmental friendly things that they've done, the environmental friendly objectives that they have at the company. And I think that's a really good way to invite 
um, you know, potential partnerships with um, smaller companies or, or other things that need to be used for sustainable goods. I had no idea that Smuckers was so sustainable. Yeah, seriously. Like, it's, yeah, crazy. it's crazy to think, you know, and another product that, you know, you kind of use or could use like daily, I thought of Dawn because I even remember back in, um, you know, my childhood knowing that like, oh, Dawn dish soap helps clean the little ducks that got harmed during the BP oil spill. And I think they still um, have that strong feeling um, of environmentalism associated with their brand just because that was just such a strong campaign. Even now, you still see like pictures of the little ducks being cleaned with the Dawn dish soap. And I think um, it's just really nice because I still see commercials like to this day of um, the animals being you know, cleaned with Dawn dish soap and how it's, um, if, you know, it's safe for animals, it's safe for the environment. Um, so I know <laughs> that's one thing that always kept on, you know, going back into, um, my brain for this topic, just cause, um, it's a brand that, you know, basically everyone knows and probably most people use. Yeah. And I think it's so important right now because business news daily reported that 72% of their respondents who are customers reported that they were actively buying more environmentally friendly products than what they did five years ago. So moving on to this sustainable like practice is so important. And that makes me wonder what are some of these bad companies that aren't doing environmentally friendly practices and how does this affect their reputation, especially with digital strategy? Okay. So when I think of a bad company, um, I definitely think of forever 21 and don't get me wrong. I love me some $3 black leggings, but <laughs> at the end of the day, like we all know forever 21's um, products and everything's are so cheap for a reason. Um, you know, fast fashion is just, it's ruining the environment. It's something that's just, it's not a good look. It's really not a good look. Um, I mean, this isn't necessarily a specific company in mind, but I definitely know that the plastic straw industry um, is definitely getting some backlash mainly because plastic straws cannot be reused. Oh, and hashtag save the turtles. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, I know um, I am a part-time barista at Starbucks, and I know a lot of people will go through and um, get the nitro lids so they don't have to use a straw. Or um, I know Starbucks is starting to really push people to bring their own cups in. And now we, you know, see people having little bags of reusable straws in their purses. So I know that's like one thing that I think has gotten um, a lot of backlash, especially, you know, within the last two years are these plastic straws and, um, people just either not using a straw in general or um, finding alternative solutions like reusable metal straws. I know I felt so bad seeing that little turtle and I went out and I bought myself some reusable straws because I was like, I can't see another video like this. It just broke my heart. And I think videos like that is what's going to, you know, really keep hurting, you know, disposable plastic products in the long run, really. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Jade, I want to ask you, because that was a huge digital strategy, what, but last year where um, Starbucks took the initiative that said, you know, let's, you know, hashtag save the turtles, stop asking for straws, you can ask for our nitro lids here. Um, but I know a lot of people who have given mixed reactions to that campaign that they had. Why do you think there was some positive and negative backlash to that? Well, I think because one, the nitro lids are only um, available in the tall grande and venti. So let's say you get a refresher and you get a Trenta, which is very popular now is getting the Trenta size because it's one of the few drinks that you can get that size in. They currently don't have nitro lids for that. So if you want to get a Trenta sized drink of a tea, of a refresher, of a nice coffee, you cannot have a nitro lid. You either have to just kind of wing it without a lid and just take the lid off and just kind of sip at it or um you have to get a straw and that's part of that but also i think you know oh well you know you're not wasting straws having a nitro lid but what about stoppers for hot cups and um or people just might not think that nitro lids are recyclable which they are just so you know <laughs> you can definitely <laughs> recycle those nitro lids that's what i do so um I don't know. Part of it just might be that there wasn't a lot of clarity, but um, I think that part of it is also just um, Starbucks still needing to go that extra mile to provide um, a little bit more sustainability in their products. Yeah, I definitely think Starbucks is one of the best companies when it comes to social media listening and kind of hearing where the trends are going, especially with eco-friendly campaigns and things like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, another company that I do want to highlight because Libby brought up fast fashion in Forever 21 is H&M because I remember when H&M got serious backlash for um, all of their fast fashion because everything was so cheap and I think some kind of video was released of how much of their clothing actually goes straight to the landfill. Um, and they actually took that social, social me media listening platform and they created an entire sustainable campaign where they have a whole line of clothes that are literally called like the sustainable, the sustainable line um, and how they took that and they're starting to become still fast fashion, but they're trying to show that they're making the effort. Um, I don't know to what extent it's going towards, but it's, it's nice to see that they're making an effort overall. And, you know, going off of this, cause I know this was a big topic um, in class, but you know, how do you like, although I love watching, don't get me wrong. I love watching some Kylie Jenner influence boxes, like looking at her new lip kits. It's like, you know, it is one of my favorite things, but I know subconsciously, like we talked about these influence influencer, uh, boxes, like these kind of have a bad effect and, you know, kind of what narrative, um, do you think that it gives companies or, or people that overuse these boxes and what backlash have you guys seen on social media because of it? That's a good question, especially right now going through the whole coronavirus um, pandemic because everyone doesn't want to go out and buy. So now everyone's getting things shipped. I know a lot of my friends are starting to take more interest in, you know, spending money on things that they wouldn't beforehand. Like my one friend wants to try um, all different types of desserts across the country. Um, and so she's asking friends to get these company ideas or company organization names that she can order desserts from, from all over the world. Um, and so these companies use really cute boxes to try and, 
you know, sink you in, you open the box or you get the box in the mail and you're excited because it's aesthetic and it's very pleasing and you could take a picture of it on Insta and do your little boomerang of like opening the box and like, it's very cute. Um, so I can see why PR professionals think it's really, really important to have this really cute box that has maybe these, um, materials inside of it that can't be recycled um, but it's a really cute print so it makes sense for them however there are so many boxes being produced and shipped every single day that each individual person in the world has a couple hundred tons of uh, package waste in their bubble in their sphere um, and so there's there's a lot going to the landfill. And I know a lot of influencers, like we were talking in class, have kind of spoken up and said, you know, if you're going to send me products that you want me to review, don't send it in a cute box. Like if you're not using environmentally sustainable boxes and things that I can recycle, I don't want it. Um, and I think that's a really powerful play for these influencers to make, especially since there's a whole world watching them. No, I definitely agree with that. Obviously, they're so influential, you know, so for them to make the stance of like, I don't want, you know, this cardboard, like cute decorated box, you know, I definitely think it speaks a lot about like their vision. And it's a it's an impactful thing. Well, also, I think, you know, the more people speak up about this issue, especially influencers, the more that companies might start thinking, well, do we really need all this extra cardboard? And I think it will force companies to get, honestly, a little bit more creative because now they're just, you know, they can control however much space they want to use, but now trying to think of doing um, the same kind of impact, but in a limited space, I think it's just going to push companies um, again to be more creative and it might just help their brand more in the long run rather than these beautiful boxes filled with tissue and glitter and useless stuff that might not even relate to their brand. So, yeah, I know I was looking at a lot of different like agency, uh, advice at some of like these PR agency blogs and things like that. And a lot of them are recommending you go more environmentally friendly one, because it makes your company look like it has, you know, it cares about something. It's a very easy transition, especially in the PR world, because you can go to a digital strategy a lot easier. Now that there's social media and everything, you can decrease the amount of print you have. Um, but they also recommend that you don't use all of these materials for when you're shipping, like the tissue paper and everything like you were saying, because it cuts cost. And I mean, what's better than saying you're environmentally friendly and you're saving money doing it? So I, I know a lot of corporations are taking the advice of PR professionals saying, you know, go digital, stop creating more waste, stop creating these little fly flyers and pamphlets and things that they're just going to get thrown away, like start being more strategic about how you're reaching out to these people. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you all so much for listening to our podcast and uh, be sure to tune in next week for a new episode. Um, thank you guys so much and have a great Earth Day. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, share, and send us your comments on SoundCloud or tweet us using the hashtag PR Online Chat.